Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best Directory of Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, editor of Best Directory of Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Joining me is Brendan Noonan from our communications team. We're pleased to have with us today attorney Samuel Sorich from the law firm of Barge and Woolen LLP with their office in Sacramento, California. Sam was of counsel to the firm in Barge and Woolen Sacramento office. Prior to joining the firm, Sam served as president of the Association of California Insurance Companies. He is licensed in both Illinois and Hawaii, and we're very pleased to have you with us today, Sam. Oh, good being with you. Today's topic is recent legislatures passed by the state of California and the potential impact on insurers and the upcoming election. And Brennan Noonan will lead off today with our first question. Uh, Sam, can you comment on the most significant or noteworthy bills recently passed by the California legislature? Yeah, sure. This year's session ended on August 31st, and as the legislature usually does during its last days of the session, uh, the legislature passed over 700 bills and sent them to uh, Governor Brown. And Governor Brown now has until September 30 to act on the bills. Insurance was not a major legislative issue uh, this year. Uh, Legislators really didn't focus on auto or homeowners or life or even health insurance issues. Instead, the major focus this year was on the state budget and the reform of public pensions. However, there were some noteworthy insurance-related bills uh, passed and sent to the governor. Probably the most important bill is Senate Bill 863, which is a uh, sweeping 160-page workers' compensation bill. Over the past few years, workers' compensation costs, and especially medical costs in California, have been increasing. But at the same time, while costs are increasing, uh, the level of benefits for some injured workers was seen to be inadequate. So during the course of the session, there were negotiations between labor and business interests, insurers, and and legislators, and the result was the the passage of uh, Senate Bill 863. The bill does increase workers' compensation disability benefits by, it's estimated, $740 million, but at the same time, the bill attempts to make up for those added benefits by cutting costs, by strengthening medical provider networks for workers' compensation, and also creating independent panels for making decisions on medical treatment and also medical bills. And then just finally, two other bills should be noted. Uh, Senate Bill 1216 conforms California law to the NAIC model uh, reinsurance law, and Senate Bill 1448 conforms California law to the NAIC Model Holding Company Act. Both of those bills have already been signed by Governor Brown, and they go into effect on January 1, 2013. Were there any bills that didn't pass that would have had a significant impact on the insurance industry? There were, and probably the most prominent bill was Senate Bill 1528. That bill was aimed at overturning a California Supreme Court decision that was handed down last year. The issue in this uh, case that the Supreme Court ruled on last year was whether the recovery of medical damages in liability lawsuits should be based on the amount billed by the medical provider or the amount the provider accepted as full payment under the medical provider's agreement with a health insurer. And last year, the Supreme Court ruled in the case of the cases 
Powell versus Hamilton meets, the court ruled that damages and liability lawsuits should be based on the amount that the medical care provider accepts as full payment from the health insurer. Now, the uh, trial lawyers did not like the result of the Supreme Court decision, and as a result, they tried to reverse the Supreme Court's holding with Senate Bill 1528. Insurers strongly opposed the bill, and the bill died in the last hours of the legislative session. It's estimated that the reversal of the Supreme Court's ruling would have increased liability recoveries in California by more than $1 billion annually, so there was a clear reason for insurers opposing the bill. But I expect the trial lawyers are probably going to renew their efforts to pass a similar bill uh, next year. But that, that was the probably the major bill that didn't pass that really would have had a profound impact on uh, liability insurers in California. Uh, Sam, will insurance issues be an important part of the, the upcoming election? Probably not. I, I don't think insurance is going to be a major issue uh, in November. The election of the governor and insurance commissioner do not take place this year. The next election is uh, 2014. And it's unlikely that insurance will be a big issue in most legislative races. There will be 11 ballot measures on the November ballot in California. We're very active in considering initiatives on the ballot here in California. And one of the measures, Proposition 33, does relate to auto insurance rates. Under the proposition, an auto insurer would be permitted to use a driver's continuous coverage with his or her current insurer or any other insurer as a rating factor for auto insurance. So that proposition will be on the ballot in November. Should note that a prior version of this proposal failed to pass in June 2010, but uh, it will be back on the ballot in November. Do you anticipate anything else happening? Are there any other surprises out there? Well, again, there are no statewide offices. We don't have the election of the insurance commissioner or the governor. But the 80 assembly seats and 20 of the 40 Senate seats will be up for election. Democrats currently have a commanding majority in both the Assembly and the Senate. And really, Republicans have very little hope of cutting into the majority in either the Assembly or the Senate. But probably the big question is whether Democrats will be able to increase their number of seats in the Senate to achieve a two-thirds majority in the Senate. And that's really important because a two-thirds majority is needed to pass tax increases. So again, I, I think the uh, Democrats will maintain their majority in both houses, and there is a chance that they could achieve a two-thirds majority in the Senate. Uh, Sam, are there any significant issues that we can look for from California in the near future or the coming year? Well, you know, in terms of elections, there won't be uh, either the governor or the insurance commissioner on the ballot. And the legislative majorities are unlikely to change radically as a result of the election. But, you know, the nature of the candidates who win in legislative districts is going to be very important to insurers. And in several districts, candidates who appreciate the importance of California business, California insurance, are running against other candidates who have an anti-business or an anti-insurance platform. And the results in those races will, will probably determine how 
successful insurers will be in the the next legislative session or, or in really years to come. So uh, there are several key races that will be of great interest to insurers. And, you know, then looking forward to what we can expect in the, uh, in the near future, probably the most immediate question is how this year's workers' compensation bill will affect workers' compensation insurance. The California Insurance Commissioner, Dave Jones, he sets an advisory benchmark rate for workers' compensation. And Commissioner Jones had scheduled a September 24 hearing on a proposed 12.6% increase in the advisory rates. However, in light of the passage of the workers' compensation bill, the commissioner has asked the Workers' Compensation Insurance Rating Bureau to re-examine how the advisory rates should be adjusted, and it's likely a new hearing will be held in October. If you're looking forward on the legislative front next year, again, as I mentioned, it's expected the trial lawyers will renew their effort to pass a bill that, to overturn the Supreme Court's decision on medical damages. So that's going to be a tough fight for insurers. In addition, there will probably be some need to uh, clean up some aspects of the workers' compensation bill. However, I, I believe in the near future, insurers will be probably most active in the regulatory arena. The Division of Workers' Compensation is going to be required to adopt measures and regulations to implement the new workers' compensation bill, and insurers are going to have to be very engaged in that process. And over at the Department of Insurance, Commissioner Jones and his staff are developing regulations on auto repair parts and prevailing prices for auto repairs and the process that the department uses to approve property casualty rates. So insurers are going to have to be called upon to analyze and testify uh, when those regulations are proposed. So I think in the coming months I can see insurers being very active in the regulatory arena, and then they are going to no doubt face some challenges, as they usually do in the legislative session next year. Sam, thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, good. Good talking to you. That was Sam Sorich from the Barge and Woolen LLP law firm Sacramento office in California. Special thanks to Brendan Noonan from our communications team and to our producer, Brian Cohen. And thank you all for joining us for the Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, visit podcast.insuranceattorneysearch.com or go to online directories such as iTunes or Google or Yahoo's podcast directory. If you have any suggestions for your future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, joined by Brendan Noonan, and now this message. BEST's directory of recommended insurance attorneys is used by decision makers at insurance companies responsible for selecting legal counsel and representation. The printed directory is distributed annually to insurance companies, non-insurance companies, third-party administrators, and corporate counsel around the world, and the online edition is accessible throughout the year. Your listing in BEST's directory of recommended insurance attorneys is the most effective way to ensure that thousands of potential clients have access to your outstanding credentials. Here's why you should be listed in the number one insurance attorney reference. Your firm's credentials will be listed in our comprehensive reference guide, which is made available to thousands of insurance professionals globally, both in print and online. AMBEST listees are recognized as the most qualified in their field to represent the unique needs of insurance companies. Key decision makers rely on the directory to take the guesswork out of their selection process. They know that only the best are listed, those firms with a proven track record of excellence who are recommended by their insurance industry clients. And remember, one low rate guarantees year 
year-long visibility for your firm. We invite you to use our web application process to apply for a listing today. With our reasonable rates and broad exposure, there's no more effective way to get the attention of the insurance industry. For more information about Best's Directory of Recommended Insurance Attorneys, visit www.insuranceattorneysearch.com. 